0: Welcome to the Can I Steal You for a Second podcast, a bachelor podcast and part of the Fan-Sided Podcast Network. Hey everybody, welcome into another episode of Can I Steal You for a Second. I'm Ashley Young, joined as always by Natalie Zamora. And we survived week two. We got Matt James, the limos are out of the way, but week two came back with a bang. Victoria, Queen Victoria, hasn't gone anywhere. I said to Natalie right before we hopped on this to record, I could talk about Victoria for an hour. We have a few other cute moments to talk about before we start being mean girls and talking about (laughs) Queen Victoria. And I just want to dive right into the one-on-one with Brie because we saw Like, sparks, I think, for the first time. That week one episode is always introductions, kind of setting the characters up. And we saw, I think, a sensitive, lovey-dovey side of Matt that we haven't seen just yet. And I know you said you were pretty charmed by that one-on-one date.
1: Yeah, I think it went really well. I think even, like, in the beginning, it was a little awkward. Like, it gave me the vibes of, like, a first date, though, which was really cute. It didn't seem super... Bachelory, as weird as that is to say because it is the bachelor and they're doing like insane things that you wouldn't do on a first day even though they can't travel um but i thought like they had that like cute like energy of like they're just trying to get to know each other and it didn't seem forced like it seemed like they had awkward silences but that's like normal um so i thought that that they had a really cute time and of course we have to talk about the fact that they after they do the atv which he threw her off of um past that though
0: (laughs) What go ahead six five and she's like four feet yes the size discrepancy i thought i don't know how she didn't die in the atv like whether from the weight of him or the atv the fact that they tumbled off (laughs) this like all-terrain vehicle In the mud. I was I gasped. I automatically
1: Yes. I literally gasped as well. I was like, are they gonna go to the hospital or something? Like I thought it was gonna be like a Peter incident of like him like the freak accident he had and then he just comes back with like a huge scar. I was like, they're they're not okay. Like you're right, he's huge and she's tiny. I kept seeing memes of like really tall people and like children next to each other and people were like, This is Matt and Bree's date right now. And yeah. I can't believe they're okay. I mean, I'm glad. But also, he's like, do you trust me? And then that happens. I'd be like, I don't trust you. But you're cute. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you
0: can get away. with That's some pretty weird And <laughs> whip yeah. her off the ATV, almost kill her. But yeah, I just was like the whole time I was watching it. Because I'm I'm tall. Like, I'm 5'9". And 6'5", to me, is tall. Yeah, And so I think about this, like, such a petite woman, I could not get over it. I was laughing at all the memes last night. I know. That was so funny. Yeah. I, I,
1: like, actually just am not in belief that they're okay. But um, after that, when they went to the hot tub type situation and he had to chop the wood, like, it just was, like, uh, it was just so funny, so bachelor. Like, they just get there and he just rips his shirt off and she's like, oh. And it's just, like, staring at him. And I thought it was just so funny because I would have the same reaction. I would be like, oh, we're doing this this is really happening. Wow. Hi. Like I would just be speechless.
0: Like, and of course, you know, as we're, we're sitting on our couch in our sweatpants, yeah. I said the same thing. I was like, if a guy, obviously he's attractive. And I didn't mind what was on the television screen, but if you're on a first date and some guy like whips out in half, yeah. first of all, I'd be freaked out. Secondly, he took his shirt off. You didn't need to do that. You're in a sweater. It's, yeah, like very roomy. You can move your arm. And you could tell that Brie was kind of like, What's going on here? Like she wasn't gawking. She was just like that like you said, that first date, first kind of TV experience, nervous mm-hmm. energy. And it made me feel a little less like crazy for being like, What's going on right now? Matt, what are you doing? Why is the shirt coming off? Yeah. Why are we chopping wood? He like says that kind of like annoying guy thing. He's like, I Think I can get it in one yeah. shop. Like, I don't know. Like, guys think they have to like prove something I'm like mm-hmm. I don't really care if it took you 62 chops like yeah. <laughs> I'm not really impressed by your shirtless wood chopping um so they were really cute though and I I mm-hmm. do appreciate that nervous energy it feels more like authentic yeah I agree and I wonder like
1: if I mean I'm sure in previous seasons there's a lot of offered silences especially because they're waiting for producers to tell them like all right move to this area now but This, I don't know why they like kept some of it in this time, but it did just feel more like, okay, you guys don't know each other. Of course, some things are going to be like, oh, sorry, like awkward a little bit. And then it just turned cute, which I really liked. Yeah,
0: they were really cute together. So while that's going on, again, cute, loved it, romantic, whatever Mm -hmm. in the woods, we get more victorious screen time. And I don't want to, I kind of want to wrap up the episode rambling about Victoria, Okay. but this, I want to talk about this instance where they're in the house and she always has a way to make the conversation about herself. Yeah. And she is kind of just picking fights with all the girls and, you know, anyone that's ever been on the bachelor explains how you're bored. You don't have a phone. You're not allowed to bring books. Like all you can do is talk to each other. Mm -hmm. So just, for my own sanity, I cannot fathom being so off-putting and picking fights with my only source of entertainment, right? Yeah. So Victoria's just making enemies being annoying, and she's, like, saying how she doesn't even want to go on the group date because, you know, sh- that's not her style. And, like, I think it's 99% of <laughs> the world population's style to go on a group date. And I just can't believe how whiny she's being when she was kind of teased as, like, this season's Corinne, Mm. and Corinne was annoying, but she was good TV, and Mm -hmm. Victoria is just whining, and I just, I I don't know, I could do without her right off the bat, I did not understand that whole debacle of the group date whining. Yeah, it
1: was like right off the bat, I was like, all right, she's definitely putting on a show, and being like, doing this on purpose she has to be because no one can be that annoying like I really hope that no one can be that annoying and yeah bringing up she kept being like oh I don't want to be in a sorority and it's like so why are you on The Bachelor have you seen the show like the amount of times I watch the show and I'm like have you watched this before I've watched this so many times you're on the show and you haven't watched it like that's not fair (laughs)
0: like do some research yeah and that's what I said like you have to know who you are as a person obviously people have different end goals going on Mm -hmm. the show but yeah the line about I don't want to be in a sorority it's like um this is probably as close to a sorority that you can get outside of the college experience and willingly signed up for it yeah you know again I'm not a comedian I think being funny is like truly a gift yeah She's he's, like, trying to be, like, kitschy, and satire is hard. And so if you're going to come on with this fake job title, like, you got to be funny. Like, you mm-hmm. really got to sell it. And she's just not doing a good job, I think. And I don't think it's a producer edit. I think she truly gave them nothing to work with.
1: Probably, yeah. And she – just right off the bat, it's like, all right, if you want to, like, get attention or whatever, like, you kind of have to pick, like – you shouldn't be make enemies with everyone right off the bat too because then obviously you're gonna get into fights and then obviously hopefully matt will send you home it's like you have to like be way more you know picky and choosy with like with what you're getting mad about because if you're just mad at everything like you no one will like you
0: there's nothing good about you then and it's like all of america's watching this. yeah it's like you know, I'm 27, but I still, like, want to make my parents proud or, like, right oh, and there's my siblings or my friends back home. And every time she's on the screen, I'm, like, cringing. I'm cringing. And I don't think, obviously, any press is good press, I guess, if you're in this, this circle of clout chasing. I'm just, like, I can't imagine anyone's going to want to partner with you. Like, you're not very charming. Yeah. And I just, I can't. Buy into it, but obviously, she goes on the group date because that's how television works. Mm -hmm. And there's 18 women on this group date. 18 women. What is the point of that?
1: That was insane. I don't understand then. Like, did he only leave a couple of them? Because I think now there's 24 in the beginning of the episode. So only like a few of them didn't go on any dates which just seems dumb to me. Like just put them all on then if you're going to have 18 or just do 10 and then have like a handful stay home. Like that made zero sense to me.
0: I didn't understand it and then I was kind of hating on this date from Tasha season, you know, a couple <laughs> weeks ago where they dressed up in like wedding <laughs> attire and took photos. And I'm just like, I don't know. Not not my ideal of a good time. But there were women in wedding dresses, and then only some of them take photos with Matt. Yeah. And then they capture the flag with painted purses that they're whipping each other with in the woods. And I just could not keep up. And I went to, like, go get, like, a glass of water (laughs) mid-paint whipping, you know, whatever's going on. It's like, what did I miss? It was the strangest date I've seen on the show in quite some time. Yeah, I didn't love it. It was weird. They always do
1: the wedding photo shoot, like, in every season. It's so dumb, I think. But also, like, I hope those weren't expensive dresses because when they were (laughs) picking them out, they looked nice. Like, it seemed like it was like, oh, we're trying on, like, real wedding dresses. And then it's like, all right, now you're going to destroy them. Um, And it was also funny, too, because when Chris Harrison came out to kind of explain, like, okay, now we're going to make it a competition, Matt, like, genuinely looked shocked. So it was just another instance of like the lead has no idea what you guys are doing. It's all producers, so don't blame it on the lead.
0: There was like w- at one point during this, whatever I don't even know what to call it, catch the flag <laughs> yeah, I guess. But someone got like hit pretty hard. Someone took a spill. Like people were on the ground. And you could see Matt, and, like, his eyes were, like, he loved the competition. He's obviously an athlete. Yeah. And I thought it was really funny to see him because he's kind of mellow. I think I said this last episode where he's nice. I think he's someone, like, you want your friend to date. Yeah. Kind of just, like, there on my TV. Mm -hmm. And to see his face light up as these women are, like, fighting each other in the woods, I was like, okay, I need more of that. (laughs) I need to see what makes him tick. Like, what is going on in that brain? And um, I just thought it was, you know, basically violence that like got him going. It was so funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. And I forget who said it. But one of the girls was like, they said no rules. But really, this was just a whole free for all. Like it really looked like, like they had two teams. I don't really know how they even like by the end of it, it looked like they were all just like against each other. Like it was just like one, like you're on your own. So that that was a mess. But it was funny. It was pretty
0: funny. I liked it. And I, I think mm-hmm. MJ is one of my favorites this season. Mm-hmm. And she has, this, like, beautiful, curly yeah. hair. And she just seems like no drama. I don't know. I really liked her. And then she kicked ass in that competition. So I was like, yeah, go ahead, girl. Do your thing. So it was a weird-ass date. And mm-hmm. Lauren got the rose on the date. Yeah, And that's when I was like, what did I miss? Like, <laughs> how did you give someone a rose from all everyone just scrambling, fighting each other? But It was a weird date, a weird date. So that was a a part of the episode, I think, sometimes where I'm like, I could do without. We could cut out that group, the 18-person group date.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because nothing really, like, especially when it's that big of a date, like, he doesn't talk to really any of them. Like, it's just them fighting to get attention from him. So, like, when they were doing the wedding shoot, like, of course, Victoria was like, oh, it's my turn. Like, he forgot about me. And he's just like, all right, like, it reminds me of, like, the end of The Grinch when he goes to Whoville and everyone wants to, like, be his friend and are, like, feeding him food and he's like, okay, okay, I'm fine, like, leave me alone now. Like, that always is what it reminds me of on this show and there's just so many of them and it's like, you're not having a real conversation, you're just, like, making a fool of yourself to get attention.
0: Yeah, and... (laughs) I don't know. Like I said, I always go back and forth. Like, what's your end goal? Is it really to find love on the show? Is it to get more Instagram followers? Why not both? Yeah. (laughs) But I'm like, you know, I don't think I'm a Victoria in a social setting. Like, I'm not going to take that leap of faith for the attention. But also, how do you stand out? Like, when there's 18 other women, how do you and you're all fighting for the same guy? I don't, know what I would do so as judgmental as I've been about some of the antics Mm -hmm. sometimes you have to do what you got to do
1: yeah I agree I think it's a fine line and like if I was on the show I wouldn't know the fine line of course watching it's easy to say but I do agree that like who in any season whoever you know makes the first move or puts himself out there is always going to be labeled as a villain even if they're nice and they're just like this is what I have to do I'm on this show
0: I was thinking, too, going back to the ATV, Jane, you know, (laughs) I'm sure they signed a ton of waivers being on television, but how many, you know, injury-prone activities that they participate in, like the ATV or running through the woods, we've seen, like, boxing Mm -hmm. rings or, you know, football matches, whatever, and there aren't as many injuries as I think there would be on this show. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'm trying to think back. You know, it's the safety of my couch, I'm I'm worried about these women. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, Sarah's date is when I think I also kind of started to, you know, pull back my Matt's boring yeah. energy that, and again, nice guy, bad TV, but Sarah gets another date card or a date card to go on a one-on-one with that. And they are in a plane because we can't have a bachelor season without, you know, flying up in the sky. Yeah. But they basically have the same conversation that Bree and Matt had about dying and oh, well, if we die, we die yeah. together. Mm-mm. Am I just not, like, a romantic that that conversation was horrifying the first time and the second time that I heard it in the same 60-minute window? I
1: agree. I was like, are you are you being serious right now? Especially because we did see, like, I'm sure Sarah didn't know that they fell off the ATV, but... Like, the plane they were in was really tiny, and it was scaring me. Like, I was putting myself in her shoes. I'm afraid of heights. Like, I would be like, all right, I'll do it, but, like, I'm going to close my eyes the whole time and not say, if we die, we die together. Like, no, that is, that is I feel like... It's just kind of like a thing because they're trying to be nice, and it's like, oh, like I want him to like me, so let me just like be positive about it. But it kind of took a step way too far, and like, no, you're you don't want to die. You don't want to die
0: together, apart at all. Like, don't say those things. Yeah, like let's, you guys are young. You have your whole life ahead of you. I'm the same way. I'm scared of heights, and yeah. I feel like that's the information I would would withhold from producers. Yeah. Like, if like, what are you fearful of? i be like nothing. No fears. <laughs> Because I'm not getting in that plane with that James, and I don't know how he fit all six feet yes. in that itty bitty like cockpit. I was like, "Where are your legs right now?" There's no way that you both fit in this plane. But weird. But then uh, things get, I guess, more serious when they're at their—I don't even want to call it dinner because like, we know they don't eat. Yeah. Sit at the little candlelit table, and they're chatting, and you know, Sarah's talking about how difficult it is to be vulnerable. But um, something I appreciated is she says the reason I want to be vulnerable is because. I want to be vulnerable about my family and my experience because it's like what's most important to me in the world. She Mm -hmm. talks about her dad having ALS, which is absolutely like a gut-wrenching condition to watch your loved one go through. And I was blown away by her poise. Yeah, Um, I'm a crier. I don't think I could even think about my family going through that Mm -hmm. without crying on national television. And I just had one of those moments like what an incredibly well-spoken woman. Yeah. I was blown away.
1: I agree. And I'm pretty sure that Matt said, I don't know if he was talking about just her, but I, or just the women in general. But at one point in the episode, he said like either she or they like articulate themselves so well. Like he was saying how impressed he was. And I was like, it's so true. Like there are a handful of, you know, mature and normal seeming women. And Sarah is definitely one of them. I was really impressed by her date. And I thought it was nice too, because We know on the show you have to be vulnerable in the first episode or else you're not going anywhere, unfortunately. And I liked how she was hesitant because all of us would be, I'm assuming. But then she was kind of like, okay, but like she knew that's kind of what she had to do. So it was like, all right, let me like get into it like slowly. But eventually she did talk about it, um, which I thought was cute. And they had a nice date. And I thought it was really nice that Matt said something like, What can I do for you? or like how can I be like someone you wanna be with? And I don't think anyone in the leading role has ever said that ever. And she seemed no. so shocked. She was like, Oh, well everything's been amazing so far, type of thing. So I thought that was a really nice conversation.
0: It was like the most real and authentic, I think, conversation. And I know my timeline was freaking out over him being like, Well, what can I do for you? Yeah. And- they're already dating, and he wants to like support the family. And then you know, as I'm geeking again, the bar is so low but I was, <laughs> on the oh, show. Yeah, how can I, yeah. I'm like how can I help you? <laughs> because a decency but of course, everyone and their mother on Twitter was freaking out over that because mm-hmm. it was a nice gesture and kind of unheard of on the show. Yeah, but he also um, retweeted or tweeted a link to donate to the ALS oh. Foundation on Twitter. Oh, like that's as so nice. the episode of airing. Um, and I just thought that was like a really nice gesture as well because I think that, you know, people go on the show perhaps without a platform and they get one very quickly. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think it's necessarily fair, but I think in society we often expect people with a platform to do good with it. Right. And I thought that was a really nice gesture of him to retweet or tweet that link and try to raise some money for such a serious conversation. That is really nice. I didn't see that. Um, yeah. Again, I'm just a sucker. I was like, he, I don't even think he put a caption. I think it was strictly the link <laughs> was just on my feed. Um, so I was like, that's such, I don't know, like good on you, you know, and there, there's so many people that deal with that. And maybe we'll see more of that this season because I think something we talked a lot about in Tasha season with how real and raw some of their conversations were mm-hmm. um, so to see it transcend our television screen into real life change. I was like, that's a beautiful start. Like, go mm-hmm. Matt. Good for you.
1: Yeah, that's really cute. Yeah,
0: well, he's a cutie and we have a lot more to talk about. So we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back to talk more about Matt. All right, I said we're going to come back and talk about Matt, but truthfully, <laughs> I just want to complain about Victoria. Yes. So, um, I said this a little earlier in the episode how, you know, her, her shtick isn't my brand of entertainment. No. I find her annoying. Corinne was annoying, but in a way where it was like someone that's necessary. In the way Michael Scott is annoying, <laughs> like, it's, it works. Like, the office wouldn't be the same without Michael Scott. And mm-hmm. you have someone like Corinne. And she has these one-liners that are like witty and people still reference them. It's her stick, and it works. And Victoria just isn't doing it for me. Yeah. And this is where I start to go down the rabbit hole (laughs) because I will say every episode, I could never be on this show. I could never be vulnerable or put myself on TV. So kudos to all of these women. But I think we've all heard as women that the meanest girls are the ones who are most insecure, Mm -hmm. right? And... She talked a little bit with that of about that to Matt, where she was like, I kind of feel like I'm fat and the girls are mean to me. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone has felt that way in their life. To say that you've never had an insecure day is naive. Like, we all have them. Mm-hmm. But I think it's what you do in reacting to those feelings that really defines your character. And I feel like her whole persona is just like mean high school girl being over the top, to like compensate for these insecurities. And I, I'm not a psychologist, but there's part of me that's like annoyed by it. Like you're whatever, 20 something years old, yeah. you gotta learn to deal with it and like contribute in a positive manner. But there's part of me that feels bad if that's the only way she knows how to like deal with those emotions. Um, so I don't, I don't, I just like, I don't know, I'm like stuck in this, I feel bad for you, and, but also I'm annoyed by you. So I don't know what to make of her.
1: Yeah. I agree. And I also was like comparing her to Corinne as I was watching it last night. And I like, I could not stand Corinne, but it was good TV. And it was also really good to watch because Nick liked her. So it was like a yelling at your screen, like, come on, why do you like her? She's like such a, a mean girl and an idiot type thing. And now watching this, I mean, I don't know how far Victoria goes, but, like, Matt doesn't seem, like, the most interested in her. So, like, it's just kind of, like, why, why are you here type of thing. And I do feel bad for her just because, like, everyone hates her on, like, watching right now. And, you know, of course it has to come from some insecurities because she was being mean for literally zero reason. It's not like she got into a fight with someone and then was kind of, like, holding a grudge. It was, like... No, she came in there like, I don't want to hang out with you guys. I don't want a roommate. Like, this is a sorority, and I just want time with Matt. And then the fact, too, that she was, like, getting she was like getting mad at the girls for being happy for the ones that got picked on the one-on-ones. And it's like, what are you going to do? And then somebody called her jealous, and she's like, I'm not jealous. It's like, oh, my God. What is, like That's not like it has to be an act. Like, there's no way – someone of that age is that immature, but also it could very well not be. (laughs)
0: Yeah, no, it's funny. I forgot the whole jealous thing. She's like, I'm not jealous. I just want what they have. And we're like, that's literally what jealousy is. And, you know, I think people love to act like they're not jealous. Mm -hmm. Being jealous is a very, like, normal human reaction to something. Yeah. And again, it's how you handle and process those emotions. And you know, you're in a sorority house, that's what this is, like, embrace it, go make friends, you know, you have, it's such a privilege to be a part of this franchise, like, why is this the legacy that you're choosing to leave, like, everyone's mocking you, and then you put a target on your back, and I know that, um, you know, yesterday there were, she posted an Instagram, and there was, like, a Trump flag in the background. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so it's like, people, you have a target on your back, and I mean, Bachelor Nation will find out anything and everything. Yes. And, you know, she's, you know, getting kind of, like, dunked on for this Trump flag. You know, she's wearing the ugliest dress I've yeah. seen her again. As, like, I am not a fashion person by any stretch. You know, people are commenting on her makeup, on this dress, her bra is hanging out in the back of it. Like, I yeah. does not have a single person in her corner. I
1: know that's what I was thinking too like it really just seemed like no like that's why I think it has to be an act just because it's like no redeeming factors it's like even like down to like her hair and like the bra god that really annoyed me like when she walked away and I was like dear god (laughs) like the dress already was not cute but okay sure there's a lot of dresses that I don't love but then for her to walk away and then you just see like the huge bra, it's like, come on, like you, you're trying to look like an idiot. I'm sorry if you're not, but you must be.
0: Oh, and that's what I mean. I'm like, be a nice girl, be confident, be kind. And then I'm like on my cast being like fix your bra. Yeah. I'm, like, yeah. I'm, like, I'm the first to say I'm not a fashion person. Like makeup intimidates the hell out of me. But if I was going on national tour, right. I would get like a makeup tutor because I'm blown yeah. away every week all these women, like, do their makeup and their lashes are perfect and their hair is beautiful. I would be studying, like, my ass off. I'd be studying, 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 how do I conceal, like, my crazy eye bags? Like, how mm-hmm. do I dress for the camera? Like, doing research, and especially if you're someone who is, you know, presumably as insecure as Victoria. I feel like she yeah. didn't do her homework.
1: And, like, someone who calls herself the queen and thinks she's, like, hot ish like well I don't understand you don't act like you just act like the mean part of it and that's it it's just and she so the whole thing at the end with Marilyn or whatever she told Matt that she was crying to like manipulate the situation or whatever and like where did that even come from I was so confused I was like she made all of that up right because basically all I remember is that she told Marilyn she didn't want to be her roommate anymore
0: and that, that was, was another it. moment where I was like, did I – I mean, my apartment is, like, 10 by 10 square feet. Like, <laughs> I like, go get water, it's not like I'm standing on the TV. I was like, wait, did I miss something? Because it's just fake, you yeah. know, calculated drama. And poor Marilyn was like, we're roommates. Like, I just wanted to try to get to know you better. Yeah. Which, you know, if you've ever had a roommate, like, it's crucial to basically just be on the same, like, understanding of what you need in that space like Mm -hmm. she seemed very kind of like we're not on the same page how can we get there yeah and victoria was like you attacked me you're (laughs) condescending like just completely took it out of context
1: yeah, it made no sense. And even like a little thing where, like, when Marilyn went to talk to her about it, Victoria was like, sit on the other couch. Like, she did not want her to sit next to her. And Marilyn was like, it's really loud. Can I just sit next to you? And she was like, no. I was like, how old are you? Like, you're in middle school at this point because I can't imagine like starting drama with someone, A, and then B, like them being mature and trying to fix it and me just being like, don't sit next to me. It's like, what? What even happened?
0: nothing no. and it's also like you know it's stupid again stupid if you're gonna go on and be this calculated villain like be a villain right be good at it she's not. If you're gonna be the queen be poised be good at it like I just think she's missing the mark I don't know what her goal is I can't speak to her intentions but I'm confused every time that she is on my television screen
1: yeah, agree. And I feel like in the first episode, they're kind of setting up the girl Kit to be like a villain as well because she was like, oh, well, I'm like the CEO if you're the queen or something like that. But then, like, in this episode, she was totally fine. And, like, she's like put together and, like, she speaks, you know, normally and she's not being mean. So, like, if she has attitudes sometimes, it's like, okay, haha, like, it's TV. But this is a whole other level. This is like just starting drama to be in the center of attention.
0: Yeah, I'm back on my I'm annoyed by her kick, but I know I'm going to hang up this recording or end recording and be like, that was mean. I need to (laughs) preach kindness. Like, imagine if you were on TV and the entire internet was making fun of your dress. But it's hard. I think it's challenging to be empathetic towards someone who doesn't have a lot of kindness to give. But she clearly is insecure. And like you said with Corinne, it's kind of entertaining to see someone be romantically interested in someone that you are so annoyed by. It's entertaining. Matt's eyes glaze over when they're (laughs) talking. Like he has some dead eyes and she's just like blah, 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 blah. So again, I, I want to be convinced by this show. I love Mm -hmm. the awkward first date moments, like talking about ALS, It's these really like intimate real life moments. When I see Matt James's eyes, halfway shutting when he's talking to victoria you know it's a producer move and i think it takes away yeah buying into the bachelor reality fantasy here
1: yeah i agree and i agree with you like when you said if she's just gonna be a villain like be a good one also if she's just gonna be a hot mess like completely be that like when she was talking to Matt, I mean, of course, you know, her opening up about her insecurities, thinking that she looked fat in the dress, that's terrible. Like, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. And that's something that is serious. But for her to then just be like, we like got like had such a deep conversation. And then he's like talking to somebody else about like her dad having ALS. It's kind of like, eh. like, did you I'm not trying to really like say that you know what she's saying is invalid. Like, of course, those are you know awful feelings to have and insecurities to have. But it was just like in comparison to everything else, it was like you're you like seem pretty normal in that department. You know, like you're not really like one way or the other. It's kind of like okay, yeah, that that's that makes sense. Like, that's I'm sorry, but you know,
0: that's okay. Like you get it. It's like, again, it's such like a tightrope. You know, yeah. I'm annoyed by you. I feel bad for you. I yeah. Don't know. We've all had days where we feel insecure. Yeah. And I'm just like, damn. And then, but also to be fair, this is, as I was watching last night with um, some friends, it's like, you know, it's a room of people who are very like average looking that we're watching. And it's like, there's a part of you that's like, okay, I would be the Victoria in this situation in terms of feeling like maybe a little bigger or like. Oh, yeah. Um, Having my makeup looking like a hot mess. Like, that would be me if you put me on the television tomorrow. So, again, I try to emphasize. I'm just like, girl, you know, I think this is such an incredible opportunity, especially as the world is, like, going through a pandemic. You have the opportunity to go on television and meet, like, and I think this is one of like the most diverse and like interesting, we said like well spoken cast yeah. in a while. Like what an awesome opportunity. And you're just gonna like throw a hissy fit in your sweatpants and sleep on the couch. I don't know. I I can't I can't buy into your shtick. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, and to
1: like take a term from <laughs> now they say it in like every season, but with Corinne and Taylor from next season, like she has no emotional intelligence. Just not no. there. Just not there. Like, of course, like you said, if I was on the show, I also would be very intimidated. Like, these are all, like, some of these are beauty pageant, like, people already influencers. Like, they're gorgeous. So I'd be like, all right, I better have a good personality to, like, win this guy over. Or, like, to make friends. Or, like, for the public to like me. You know what I mean? So... I feel like her just going the complete opposite way. If that's really you know her strategy, it's like no, that's just not smart at all.
0: Yeah, I don't know how much more we'll see of her. Um, I don't know. Again, it's only two episodes. Yeah, so we, we got time, we had a lot of season. I'm trying to tread lightly on the spoilers. I know there's not a ton available to us this season, mm-hmm. but I'm just like, oh, like there's so many incredible storylines here. And, yeah, uh, get her off my screen. So. You know, Victoria, I hope that you watch this and yeah. get some, you know, do some reflecting, Maybe a little therapy, a little life coach. I don't know, like, just for your own peace. To find yeah. To like I'm on my soapbox here, but like, <laughs> no one likes feeling insecure. No one likes feeling angry and, like, you're beautiful and you have a following now, like, Yeah, chase that confidence. Like, fix it. This is such an easy fix. Don't be rude. Don't be. (laughs) I I just think it's an easy fix with like a a few lifestyle changes. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yeah, Uh, I'm like, whatever. (laughs) Like I said, I could talk about Victoria, and I think the reason (sighs) you can talk about Victoria is because everyone knows a Victoria in their life. Mm -hmm. It's like the girl that you meet, and she's like, I just get along better with guys. Yeah. And you're like, I know you think you're being cool, but that's a red flag. Yes. And everyone is put off by it. So, you know, we all have a Victoria. And I think secretly, as much as we all are annoyed by the Victorias in our lives, we want them to kind of figure figure their stuff out. Yeah.
1: So you don't want that energy
0: around you. It's like, it's just not fun. It's exhausting. It's not fun at all, at all. So, you know, there was a lot of Victoria. Too much airtime, I think, in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it did kind of like go off the rails a little towards the end. I'm distracted by her dress and her bra. And then there's a weird <laughs> drama that I'm not really following. And we finally get to the rose ceremony. And I do my weekly, oh my God, two hours already. <laughs> over. And as I'm saying this, you know, uh, Sarah kind of feels faint at the rose ceremony. So Matt hasn't even finished the rose ceremony, Sarah faints, and they hit us with a to be continued. I hate that. I know obviously I'm tuning in next week. Yeah. i need to hit me with a to (laughs) be continued.
1: I know. Do you really think there's people that were like, well, I wasn't really going to continue, but I guess like now I need to know who goes home. No. I, and every time like right like 10 minutes before the episode is supposed to end I'm like all right are they going to fit a rose ceremony are they going to fit one in here and then they kind of you know started it and I was surprised because especially with Tasha season the amount of times they just ended right before it started I was like all right we, we're going to get it you know we're on track this season and now to be continued I was like are you freaking kidding me.
0: And I can't keep up, like, I think that unless you've lived under a rock the past two weeks, like, so much has happened in 2021 already. Yeah. I need the continuity of Yes. Like, one-on-one, group date, roast ceremony. I need that structure because everything else is just, every time I open Twitter, it's a new headline, a new news story where I'm like, my yeah. brain is just jumbled. The Bachelor is supposed to be a constant in my life, and they're messing me up with this, like, flurry of, you know, you got two hours, we can fit it in. We yeah. can fit it in that. Come on. So, you know, poor Sarah, though. Um, yeah. You know, advice, don't lock your knees, everybody. If you have to stand for out, like, don't lock your knees, you will faint. It's a yeah. thing. Um, uh, someone that I was watching this last night was like, I did that at my choir concert. Oh, no. <laughs> like that's mortifying Um, yeah so they were explaining to me that if you lock your knees I guess it like cuts off blood I didn't know that Yeah, I'd be paranoid about my posture as a chronic sloucher I'd be like stand up straight, lock your legs, make them look long and everyone was explaining to me that that's how you pass out yeah Yeah. I know yeah poor girl
1: drink water, they're probably only drinking alcohol like keep drinking the water in
0: between drinks I'm like, are you eating? Are you eating like healthy food? What is going on? I have so many questions. I cannot believe they have not given us a behind the scenes, like true deep dive on where's the documentary? Where's I the know. I, you know, these, all these people have secrets to the NDAs last forever. I don't uh, so. uh-uh. There's a timeline, right? Like, yeah, we can get some, some behind the scenes look at what it's like living in that chaos.
1: Yeah, I really want to know, because a lot of times, like, former contestants will talk about, you know, like, the terrible time that they personally had, but they don't really talk about what they did in the house. Like, what do you do the whole time you're there? It's more so like, oh, producer made me look like I was mean. It's like, okay, what else? Tell us more. <laughs> what else? Who,
0: who are these producers? Do yeah. Do to them? Are they, like, silent? <laughs> the guy, like, holding the boom mic over top? Like, I just, there's so many behind-the-scenes factors I, I would love to know, so... I'm also, like, nerding out. I like the production. I think it's interesting that they, you know, have all of these hours of footage, and they condense it into two hours. Um, But as I watch, I do take notes. And the only things that we haven't discussed, it's circled on my little Mm -hmm. notepad here, is Matt kissing with his eyes open. Oh, yeah. I like
1: I noticed it before you sent that in our group chat and I'm like looking like wait are his eyes like just like almost closed but they're not and I was like no I see his eyeballs
0: like what is happening Mm -hmm. so I had noticed it before last night and I was just like you know what maybe it was like a quick shot or like they caught him as he's opening or closing them but this man kisses and you can see the whites of his eyeballs and, again, you know, whatever, like, you want to do, that's like your style, I guess. <laughs> what What's going on here? And I, I just, I can't get over it. Like, I can't unsee it. And I'm just kind of like, I know that on Twitter, like, Tyler Cameron um, tweeted about it. Oh. Like, Dude, what are you doing? You know, your eyes are open. So he's getting people noticed. People take screenshots. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, what's, what's going on there? He needs to respond,
1: especially if Tyler said something. Like, he needs to just say anything, anything at all. That would be hilarious.
0: I think he tweeted – okay, so Matt replied – Oh, he did. Tyler C says, Ayo, at Matt James, what we got going on over here? And it's a screenshot <laughs> and I his eyes open. And, like, I think, obviously – the angle, too, is kind of creepy because his eyes are clearly open, but he just looks a little off. And then Matt replies, gotta make sure no one is sneaking up on us. When your eyes are closed, anything can happen. It's for our protection. Oh. <laughs> okay. I don't know if that made it worse. Yeah, it's like obvious. It made it worse. Like Is it intentional? Is that what he always says?
1: I really hope not. I guess also, too, like Obviously, this is filmed so much, like, far in advance that, like, maybe next week and the rest of the season, he'll have them wide open and then he'll, he's, like, watching at home like, shoot, I wish I knew I did that.
0: <laughs> but is he? he's in his 20s, like, has no one ever... I guess if the other person has their eyes closed, like, who else would yeah. know, right? Yeah. But, what like... That a realization he's making
1: in his 20s that maybe I shouldn't be doing that? <laughs> um... Maybe, because I'm trying to think. I mean... He must have did – well, he's never been in love, so maybe he never had, like, the girlfriend that's like, let's take kissing pictures, you know? Maybe he's never had some of those couple moments, so. Oh,
0: (laughs) my God. No time, like, you know, the present on national television with, you know, millions of Americans watching to figure that out. So, um, again, I kind of feel bad for him. That is embarrassing. I say all the time I'd be mortified if I did something dumb on TV. Um, So good for him for being a good sport about it. He also, This is also just stupid, but he kept, he often says your pops when talking about someone. And I just like, I've never heard anyone say that. Like, I know it's what it means. Like, maybe I've heard it in passing, but I'm from the Northeast and like, I've never heard anyone use that seriously. Like, and he'll be like talking about ALS and was like, how's your pop? So, so creepy. It's, It's one of those. I'm sure no one else was as like creeped out by it as I was, but it's one of those going in like the lost columns. Uh, <laughs> like, you say your pops, wait, it happened three or four times yesterday. And I'm like, dude, I don't know about that. Yeah.
1: I also noticed it just because it was more than once. So I was like, okay, like, I've heard people use it as a joke, but like, I don't know anyone that says pops seriously, yeah, especially in right. a serious conversation. <laughs>
0: I'm like, I don't know, but again, he does kind of, I think he said this too in talking about insecurities, like he has a 6'5 athletic like aesthetic, but I feel like internally he is a little more reserved Yeah and, you know, quiet, so I am um, I guess I can circle back. I'll get back to Charmed. I'll yeah. use that term later in the season, but yesterday I was like, dude, <laughs> what are you doing? But I think it's just his awkward kind of persona, which at the end of the day I would say is charming.
1: Yeah, I agree. I do really like him, but there have been, like, a, a handful of really just awkward moments. But at the same time, I like it because it's like, okay, yeah, you're a real person. It makes sense. And, like, you're The Bachelor and you've never been on TV before. So that's a huge thing. So I think, it, I think it's cute.
0: Yeah, so it was a good week, too. Uh, they hit us with a two be continued But I think, all in all, it was a good episode. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm getting to the point where I recognize most of the women. I'm not asking who's that, who's that. Um, but I am really, like you said, really interested in this more human side of some of the contestants and participants that we've been seeing. So hopefully that continues the rest of the season. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to do it for this episode. We're only two weeks eh? and we have a whole season left. We will be recording after every episode. So make sure you guys tune in next week for another episode of, can I steal you for a second?